don't want to see any fights and all this stuff in your two plays. First play it was the second play. Yeah, that's you know I think that's part of it. But uh, overall, I thought the work was very good, and I think if you clearly see what we were able to accomplish, you know, with the Hall of Fame game, and then coming here 48 hours later, so this this will be great tape for us. Uh, I like where we are in the training camp process. Uh, we were able to spread the you know the reps around the whole team, health you know as healthy as we could, as, you know as far as being cognizant of. You know how much guys played against Pittsburgh and how much they practiced today. So I'm uh, looking forward to watching the tape. Did practice today? Do you have any update there? Yeah, Dalton was excused for for personal reasons. Yes. Having a rush. It well, I, I I don't know if it's a matter of one doing the other. I just think it's you know it's, it's part of it. Uh, you know they locked up and I, I didn't see the the initial why. You know, but um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't play too much. And I think the most important thing is, is how everybody reacted. You know, we were able to, to get it under control and get back to practice. Because I mean, it, that, you know, obviously that's why the Rams came here, and that's that's why we agreed to do the practice. We both wanted quality work, and, and I think we definitely accomplished that today. You don't like the fights, but did you like the the feistiness that your team showed out there, regardless of? Well, you want you like fighting your football team, but you you don't want you know fighting because of the discipline of what it does to. The, it's not part of the game, you know, and uh, so you, you definitely want the, the fight and the edge and the discipline of being on the edge. But, you know, also we're in a practice. We're still in a practice structure. I think as, as you see in these types of uh, environments, you know, one team's not used to practicing against the other, you know, for obvious reasons. And, you know, it particularly happens at the end of plays. I mean, that's, that's usually when this stuff happens. And uh, I think that's normal. I think if you went around the league, uh, I don't think, our practice would look any different than others. Cooper didn't participate today. Is it his back again or something else? Uh, Cooper has a, a shoulder that uh, he's going to need a couple of days from the from the Pittsburgh game. Mike, did not having Dak in there being able to do anything take anything away from what you want to be able to accomplish? Well, I mean, team-wise, no. I mean, we were able to, uh, you know, hit all the situations. You saw the structure of the practice. I think, you know, the fact that us, us practicing close, so close to the Pittsburgh game, uh, you know, I'm going to speak on behalf of Sean, but you know, what they were, where they were in their practice, you know, structure. We actually did cut the practice back a little bit just because of the numbers, um, and you know, that was something that we both agreed on. So, um, yeah, I, I felt really good about hitting the situations, uh, but you know, really, I this is uh, something I hope long term we could do a lot more of. I mean, obviously, being so con, it's so convenient uh, to work against one another. It's a safer environment than playing in a game and. You can get a lot done, you know, particularly getting through every situation. Because you know, we cut out two minute. We had two two minute drills that that we uh, took out, and I think it was one other. We had another uh, special teams period that we eliminated. So, but that that was just more because of the the stress of where we both were on our schedule. I get that you have. I mean, you have everything on tape anyway. But when you have two practices basically happening simultaneously, how do you prioritize what you want to get your eyes on? Well, it's it's just really about the thing I wanted was the the practice to go the right way. I, I wasn't as worried about you know what I wanted to see. Um, I just wanted to make sure the structure was rolling. Um, I, I know with you know just with our offense, uh, you know particularly the play entry and the way we go about it. I just anticipated we may be a little faster than the, than the other fields, so that that was part of the reason. You know, just make sure the periods are rolling through. Uh, but you know it's you want you want to see the communication, particularly the, the quarterback. In the O line, so um, you know that's that's why I was stayed on the offensive field. C D Lamb 
game seemed to have a really nice day. Does he just sort of elevate his game when you put him in closer to live situations? I think that's uh, you know that's fair to say so far. I mean it's. Um, you know, I think it's really something you look for in all your young players. I mean, to me, preseason's about you know development of the of your roster, and you know the fact that we were able to play our our young guys you know a whole half or more, and then you know they they took probably 30, 35 percent of the reps today. So this is we we improved as a football team last forty eight hours, and that's what I'm excited about. This is the first time we've seen Connor Williams get some first-team reps at center. I mean, just a few of them. What dictated that progression? Well, I mean, it's. I think it's obvious. I mean, it's. It's part of you know. Uh, you know, your your second center definitely needs some time with the ones. I mean, it's something that uh, you're always working. So, yeah, I wouldn't get caught up in the combinations. I, I think the biggest thing is uh, when you're talking about the first group is you know who's going to be the eighth lineman and ninth lineman and those types of things. So you got to make sure you're giving those. Those, those opportunities, enough reps uh, to make those decisions, and you know, frankly, uh, particularly as we get into, you know, probably next week against uh, Arizona and then the fourth game against Jacksonville, it's it's a, it's those young guys that that, that that I'm really is my primary focus. You consider your starting five up front on the O line set, Biotis and center. We're still working through it. I feel good about the way those guys work. I, I, I've told you this time and time again. I, I don't think we. Really need to get caught up on the reps. I think you know some of them were obvious. Uh, I really like the, the the development and and the progress both Connors have made. You know Connor McGovern obviously playing the guard position now. He's he's getting work both at the right and left side. I thought at the end of the year he was you know probably playing our best up front. You know it's great to have Tyron and Zach back and you know have LC back. So getting those guys working together. Um, so you know we you know and Connor. You know he needs live center reps, so just getting getting all those different combinations is so important. Yeah, you'd you'd like to line up and play with five the whole year, and if you look at the uh, analytics on that, starting five offensive linemen that play 16 games equates to a high win total. I mean that's what the history of this league will tell you, um, but you know that's not all, most teams. That's not the case. So we gotta we gotta make sure we get as many combinations as we can. We get those guys repped. Of what you went through the last 48 hours, will you alter your schedule going into the rent? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. The players are off to, uh, tomorrow, and then uh, Monday we'll, we'll just, uh, frankly, we'll have a big weight room full, full team will lift. Uh, then we'll do a, we'll do a state program segment for, for two hours, and then we're going to go back and we're going to treat the Pittsburgh and the Ram video exactly the same. So the, the evening will be all about corrections of uh, both Pittsburgh and, and the Rams. So we'll, we'll put that together. So that'll be Monday night, and then Tuesday. Uh, we've eliminated the practice on Tuesday. We're going to do mock game work only. So to, um, Tuesday morning, the, we'll have a kind of an in-season Wednesday schedule where we'll install normal dining. This is third dine, and then we'll take that to a mock game, and the players will be done by 1 o'clock. So I just these next three days are about corrections meeting, getting things set for Arizona. But um, it's important for these guys to get their bodies back in shape you know, where they need to be. So they, and they definitely deserve this break. Can you see the big plays, the flashy plays? How much do you guys get on about the, the, the boring or the mundane stuff that he's on top of that stuff as well? Just write oh, right down, write out all that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's coaching, that's playing, that's, yeah, it's, it's all done the same. Um, so, you know, just it's no different if you grade a quarterback. You know, if, he, if his, his feet aren't right and he throws a great throw, he makes a great throw, you still give him a minus footwork. I mean, it's, um, if, if you're going to track fundamentals and try to improve the fundamentals of, of any position, you know, all the way through the football team, the result doesn't change the teaching of, you know, where their feet are supposed to be and, and you know, 
you know, the depth of the route, all those things. So, I mean, you can make a great catch and, and turn around and spin out of it and run 60 yards for a touchdown, but, you know, if you get – it still is a minus, minus route. I mean, that's, that's the only way you, you get it right. So, I mean, that's, that's part of our grading system. That stuff. Yeah, how CD with the- CD's having a very consistent camp. Yeah, he's, he's definitely, you know, time clocks are very important between the quarterbacks and the, uh, and the per- perimeter group. And I, I think more importantly, the things we struggled with early in camp was our cadence. Our cadence, we had too much cadence variance as far as, you know, everything needs to be tied to your starter, you know, and, and, and uh, we've done a much better job of that. So, uh, but the perimeter part of it, the depths and the, you know, the angles of the routes, I think we're doing a nice job of it. Speaking of CD, speaking of CD, just his progress. I mean, how, we see receivers take that jump in the second year so many times. How much have you seen his confidence grow to just kind of understanding how to be an NFL wide receiver? Well, it's definitely taking a bump, jump. I mean, he was—I he was, would definitely classify him as as a, as a confident rookie. But uh, there was definitely times during the year that uh, when when he hit some spots that he, you know he had to pull himself out of. I, I think that's very normal for any rookie to go through that, especially. You know, someone as you know high profile as your first round pick at the Dallas Cowboys. So I de- definitely grew from that experience. And uh, you, if you've been at all the practices, you see the consistency that he's put forth. I don't think there's been a day where he hasn't made a big play. So uh, he's been very consistent this camp. You've been very mindful throughout training camp of just the load on guys' bodies, canceling the practices or just the Tuesday practice or monitoring GPS. Was there ever a time early in your coaching career where that was something that maybe wasn't as much of a priority, but kind of learned over time, or has it just always been your style? Uh, absolutely. My first year in the league, um, 2000, or first year as a head coach, uh, 2006, you know, I, I ran my team right into the dirt. Uh, we played a, we played a uh, preseason game in Cincinnati, and um, shoot, I think we went about, a, I forget what it was, something outrageous, 10 days or so where they didn't really have a break on their legs, and uh, we caught a hot night at Cincinnati and, and the whole team, I mean, you could, you could see it at halftime, but we were, we, we didn't have any legs, you know, we were tapped out. So, I mean, you learn from those experiences. Uh, didn't have GPS to kind of, you know, check yourself a little bit back then. Uh, but we started using GPS, you know, some sometime before, you know, it became popular. We were, we used it just more to collect data, you know, whether it was 20 guys and then went to 30 guys because we, we took the, you know, let's learn about this first before we really, Try to you know figure out how to exactly use it. So uh, I've been using it for quite some time. It's a good tool. Um, it's it's a good way to check yourself. But at the end of the day, you got you got a lot of we have a lot of qualified people here with a lot of experience. I mean, you look at the experience level of our training staff, I and mean, we got the strength and conditioning staff. I, I love I love the way they connected with our players. Uh, they give they give good feedback. You got to listen to your people. You know, I I use the term bartenders. My dad owned a bar, but um, just the guys that work on that first floor that interact with the players more than anybody you know your equipment your equipment manager his guys training staff you know strength conditioning staff the nutrition staff and we have some football ops guys that work closely with our players you know you, you got to collect that information and at the end of the day I think a big part of being a head coach you got to develop filters and decide what, what you're going to use and what you're not going to use so that's the way I've always done it. Coaches. Go into the decision to Pull, pull back from Tuesday's practice? I just gave you the formula. Yeah, equals pull back, pull back from practice. Yeah, just messing with you, Mike. It's been a long week. Yeah. Coaching staff it goes to you and says, Mike, you got to pull him back, or Mike, let's push them a little bit. Is anybody on the staff that helps? Depends you? who it is. You know, I mean, everybody has tendencies. You know, I think like anything in this game, you're always evaluating. Uh, and yeah, I mean, and I, I know I have tendencies too, and I, I know. Mm-hmm. 
I know I've made enough mistakes early in my career. I mean, it, I think we all do in all of our professions. We, we remember the things we maybe could have done better. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very cognizant of that. And, but I, I think at the end of the day, you need to listen to your people, but that doesn't ultimately mean that's going to be the, you know, the, the final decision. So, uh, and, and I feel everybody gets that. I mean, that's, that's the responsible every head coach a responsibility every coach has to go through, and you got to make those decisions, and uh, you learn from them. And you, you know, because at the end of the day, it's all about the team moving forward, making progress. And this football team's making progress through training camp. You can see we're getting better. Um, you know, we still you still got a ways to go, and that's this is why you go to training camp. This is why you have training camp. So, but I, I like where we are so far. Do you have an update on Basham calling his ankle? I'm sorry. Do you have an update on Basham calling his ankle? Yeah, I saw him right, right afterwards. I mean, he has, he, you know, he has, an, he has an ankle sprain, but I can't, I can't give you a timeline or anything. So, with Dak, do you have an update on him and with Dak? Making a lot of progress. Um, you know, definitely him staying back was able to get some extra treatment, do some extra things. So, um, he's doing. Once again, this is more us than him. You know, this is, this is us being cautious. Um, so, I feel, I feel really good about where he is. Practice Tuesday, do you maybe Wednesday for him, or just wait till you get back to just see how his progression goes. You know, he, he's doing some things, you know, as far as the, the throwing, and so everything's on a rep count. So we'll just see how he progresses. He's yeah. done some throwing, he's done some throwing, yeah, light throwing, light <laughs> objects. <laughs> Speaking of that, Cowboy, who's received as much scrutiny as Jalen Smith since you've been here? I don't see that. I mean, the Jalen Smith, I, I, and I've told Jalen this too. I, you know, I've been blessed to be in this league a long time. I've, I've, I've been been able to sit in the, you know, at the sit in, sit in those meet, those uh, interview rooms at the combine, and you know, you, you have you have young men that come out of college and they they go through an interview, and he he's clearly my top three, top four interviews that I've I've ever sat through when he came out of Notre Dame. So I was excited to work with him, um, and and he's been that guy every day. I mean, this this guy brings it every single day. I mean, he, he practices extremely hard, play you know plays the game the right way. So um, I can't really comment on the criticisms, the why or you know what, but he he's been a true professional in, in my time with Jalen. Speaking of Dak, even though he's not practicing, he's clearly very engaged. How does his presence at a joint practice like this influence the offense? Well, I, I think it's all part of the you know the fabric of who we are as a football team. I mean, he's you know he's he's our leader. You know, he's 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 the guy that's uh, he's involved in everything. So yeah, his presence is very important. Um, and obviously, it's different when he's in the huddle. But yeah, having Dak here and as involved in he is, I mean, I just think it's it's a reflection of who he is and the way he goes about his business because he goes about that. And everything he does, that's how the meetings are. You know, he, he's, he's just really engaged, really in tune. You know, he, he's all about getting better, you know, regardless of what he's working on. So, but yeah, it's important to have him out here. Does it help build the confidence of the rest of the offense, just knowing that he's engaging with them since they don't get the chance to have the reps for them right now? I, I think it's um, all about building continuity for what's, what, you know, what's moving forward. I mean, but I also the other side of it, I, I think the other quarterbacks benefit from it. Um, because you know that that group is really you know that's a very tight knit group. That's a quarter, that room is so important because uh, really it's a big part of how efficient your offense can be. You know it's it's one thing to have success, but continued success is the hardest thing to accomplish in this league. And, and especially for an offense, it has to you know a big part of that comes from that quarterback room. So yeah, he's he's a huge part of our our success Mike, that we're gonna have. But. 
team got used to the extra cameras around in this camp? I don't know. I mean, I think the players do a great job with it. I mean, personally, it's it's different, you know. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's it's just part of our it's part of our environment this year. Did you expect Murray's candidate to be the playmaker? He has been here. He had another great play here. I tell you, I didn't know that he, his ball skills were this good. I mean, actually, a heck of a football player. We obviously, you know, loved him when we were able to sign him. You know, didn't have him through the pandemic. But my goodness, uh, just the way he tracks the football, um, I've been so impressed with him. He's, he's having an excellent camp, but uh, ball skills are much better than I, than I was aware of. Did you get an update on uh, Gallimore? No, I didn't. Uh, I, heard, I heard about the injury, but I, I did not see him before I came out. Thanks, Coach. Good. All right, thank you.